to the Deep Rooted Podcast with Jeff and Rochelle, and we're so excited uh, that you're here with us. Glad to be uh, joining you wherever you are listening. Hey, please rate, like, review, share, all the things uh, just really helps. Thank you very much. So important that you do that to get the message out. So today, this episode, we are talking about marriage builders and marriage blockers. Uh, this yes. is something that we, you and I have been talking about for quite some time. We've been mulling it over. We've been thinking about it. Um, Let me just say real quick, uh, <laughs> like I'm just going to do overarching one second, and then I want us to talk about yeah. even some of the prep work into this. So builders and blockers, there are people, things, but I really want to say people, but yep. there are things that we can allow yes. into our life too that can help build your marriage mm-hmm. or block your marriage. I don't know if there's a whole lot of benign things that don't do either. Maybe, maybe there are. I don't really care about those. They're not blocking or building. Right. But there are literally people who block and try to hinder your marriage, or there are people who who build it. Yes. Try to build it up, and and maybe some things in there too. So that's kind of the overarching topic. But <sighs> frankly, we're a little bit in angst. Let's let's take you off off screen for a little bit. <laughs> not we with are, each other. I don't think no, we're in angst with no, each other. No, not with that each other. That would be something to it's talk good, about. We can have a fight to... on the podcast. <laughs> hey, that's coming. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> How to I'm fight teasing. fair. <laughs> exactly. Oh my goodness. No, now, you're right. I, I would I would agree with that. You know, why, why, why would you say that? <laughs> Which part? <laughs> why would we have angst over this? Because it's an important topic. I think partly it's because, you know, like, here's the deal. So many issues stem from the things that are not glamorous to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some of the things that we're going to talk about today, like that build your marriage and then we're going to get a little into blocking. And then most likely there's going to be a second episode on blocking because yes. it's so huge. Yes. And how to deal with those blockers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so don't don't miss the upcoming episodes. Um, but I, it's like not it's not glamorous. Yeah. Like and we want the quick fix. And I'm so frustrated with the quick like we we make all these decisions to like that are sinful decisions. We make decisions like, oh, I know this person's not a Christian, but I'm going to marry him anyways because I'm lonely. Okay, like we make these decisions and and then we want these microwave fixes. Like 30 seconds, all you got to do is go out and have one date night a month and your marriage is going to be great. No, that's false. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah. Well, and, and so subsequently you have these marriage books, marriage yeah. literature out there, yeah. which we read a lot of. Yes. Because we're passionate about. I would say name the book. Most likely one of us have read it. Yeah. Like Christian marriage books. Christian marriage book. So you have this marriage advice and in and of themselves, not bad. Like what you just said. Date night. Not bad. I think, I think some of them are bad. <laughs> you know, you should want to be around each other. We're going to, we're going to hit that. But here, here's the thing. When you're dealing with issues, when, when the husband's looking at pornography and you say, Hey, go on a date night once a month. A date night is not, not going to fix, fix the problem. Sexual addiction. It's not going to fix a, the problem. A, a date night is not going to going to fix when the husband and wife they haven't been connecting with each other verbally, uh, just communicating with each other. Just anyway, it's not going to fix that. And so, a marriage is not going to be fixed with a date night once a month when, like, for thirty one and a half days yeah. of the month, you live separate lives. Yeah, like going out to the Mexican restaurant. It's not going to save your marriage. 
if there's underlying issues. And yes. what we're talking about here are like real issues. Deals real with the things, underlying yes. issues that, to be quite honest, not a whole lot of people want to talk about. And honestly, we were talking about this. I'm like, are people going to want to listen to this? <laughs> and, you know, we're really come to the place where, you know what? If none of you listen, <laughs> yeah. that's sad. It's, but hey. It makes me sad. But, but guess what? This needs to be said. And the part of the reason that nobody wants to listen to this is because it's not like it's not quick fixes mm -hmm. and it's not like, oh, that's super fun. Yeah. yeah. Do like, you know, like all these little weird things like pretend like you're at a, um, a drive through and talk back to each other. <laughs> so what I heard you say, Jeff, is that you don't like it when I do that. Is that right? <laughs> Sorry, you can't even do it. No, because like we've gone to these seminars or read the books and I'm like, no, I don't wear pink headphones and you wear blue headphones and we can't hear things the same. You're stepping no. on my air hose. Yeah, like, Stop. Jeff, careful. <laughs> hey, hey, no, no. Just say. It's great. But do you, do, first off, time out. Do you remember <laughs> the first marriage like seminar we were at? Like if we had been married like a week. We'd been married. <laughs> no, it was more than that. It like, was like literally, well, like three months like or something. Like three months. Yeah. And, and then we were in this marriage seminar and it was. It was so weird. And then at the end, like most of the things are weird and we're committed <laughs> to not being weird. And like, we're wanting to, you know, even share some of our marriage curriculum at different points. Yeah. And so if you want to book us, go to our website. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, like we will not do this, but like three months into being married, we had just been married three months into it. They're like, turn to your partner. Hold each other's hands and repeat your vows. And we're like, we just with did this. this. And I was like, this is, I, I felt yes. so awkward with all these people standing around. And then like <laughs> old people started kissing and I was like, we got to go. Let's get out of here. Okay. What's, what's wrong? <laughs> Somewhere there's a, an older person kissing or Okay. Or move on. Listening all right, right now. The, what's wrong with that? The, I just don't want to be in a room full of people. That is true. I don't, that is don't. We'll it's talk about that mate, or we won't in another <laughs> podcast. Okay. So, so let, let's talk about builders. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about builders. You brought this scripture to mind. Yeah, so I was reading four. the you, Bible yeah. the other day. <laughs> read, the Bible. <laughs> read the Bible. And I came across the scripture in Ezra. And if you know about Ezra, he's like, we got the book, stand up and shout for the book. Okay, that's not what we're talking about today, but <laughs> I'm just letting you know that's in the in Ezra. Yep. So Ezra is happening at the same time as Nehemiah, like, and Nehemiah is in charge of building the wall, but yep. Ezra is there. And so what happens is um, I think, let's see here, it's Ezra 4, 4 through 5. And it mm -hmm. says there's there's building happening, right? Yes. Yep. They're rebuilding. Okay, so we're talking about marriage builders. Yes. So there's building happening. When you marry somebody, you're building a life mm -hmm. together. Mm -hmm. So this scripture we may not be um, like building a physical structure. Uh, like in this scripture, we're talking about building a, a marriage, a life, yes. a, a a life that honors God. So it says, so these people started beating down the morale of the people of Judah, mm. harassing them as they built. They even hired propagandists to, wow. to sap their resolve. <clears throat> they kept this up for about 15 years. And I thought, oh my goodness, 15 years. Can you imagine? And this oh is my. throughout the whole time of the reign of some people. Go go research it. Like those are important facts, but mm -hmm. not necessarily for what we're talking about today. Yes. So people were harassing those who were trying to build. Yes. And I think the point that the scripture stuck out to me is that 
If you're trying to build a life, if you're trying to build a marriage, if you're trying to build a relationship on Christ, they're going to be those who are harassing, who don't want to see it succeed. Those are the blockers. Yes. And we're going to talk about those blockers. And maybe some are a little bit more mm-hmm. um, antagonists than others, but we'll talk about that as we come But to But it. if we're going to be able to survive the blockers, we need to actually build a marriage yes. that's going to survive the attack of the blockers. Okay, we, we need to build that. And so, again... I just wonder if people are even blocking if you ain't building. <laughs> Seriously, no. I'm I just mean, wondering, you know, like... Because if, if, if not, everybody's, you know, into mediocrity, why do you even got to block it? We can end it right there. No, no, that's, no, that, that's powerful because if you're not building, there's no reason for the enemy, there's no reason for anybody to even block because nothing's happening. Right. And the enemy doesn't like your marriage... He wants to block it. And so we got to build it. We got to yes. build it to survive that. Once again, marriage builders are people or things that that really just help build and give health to your marriage. Um, and as I was researching, researching for my doctoral project, I talked about or I was reading about, um, you know, what grows, what builds character within a person. And I love what Jim Wilder and Michael Hendricks say when they talk about Um, character formation. They said, our brains draw life from our strongest relational attachments to grow our character and develop our identity. So what this means, I believe our marriage has a character. (laughs) I believe our marriage has an identity. And if we're going to build that, if we're going to grow that, we need to have relational attachments. So these are things that we attach ourselves to, that we are related to. And the first one, I know everybody's going to say, oh, of course. is." And this is why we were worried about even doing this. But it's so important. Keep listening. Yes. Don't first, give up. This is important. First is is Christ. And some may say, yeah, I got that check. I got that. I was I was saved at this date. I was baptized. Whenever I talk to people about their relationship with Christ, first thing I hear is, yep, I was saved in this church and then I was baptized or just I was baptized. Can, can I tell and you? And then I was re-baptized. I'm not, and then I was re- yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Well, That's I'm a different not, podcast. I'm not talking about when you proclaimed faith in Christ and even when you were baptized. Okay. Those things in salvation are so important. Super. When were you? All, all that stuff. Every relationship has a starting point, but this is a ongoing daily yes. relationship with Christ, like daily. When we talk about salvation, we have to think in terms of relational attachment, not one-time proclamation. So yes, if I'm saved, think about that for a minute. if I'm saved, I'm not just going to accept Christ one day at an altar and live apart from him. That 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 is not... Others would tell you otherwise, but that is not salvation. What we're talking about here is a relational attachment with Christ that we... Not a one-time proclamation. Not a one-time... That we gain our, 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 you know, our source from. We gain our sustenance from. Jesus said it in John 15. I am the vine, you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you You will will bear bear much fruit. Much fruit, yes. Attaching ourselves to Christ, having a relationship with him, that we're, we're talking to him. It's called prayer. Um, all that, you know, that we cannot have a healthy marriage apart from a relationship every day with Christ. I feel like that was tweetable. Or Maybe. now do we call it like X? It's like Twitter became Xable. Xable. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I think that I, I'm sorry. I'm kind of teasing you there. But like literally, that's just the foundation of everything we believe. Everything that I believe the Bible talks about. That if you want to really, 
experience the abundant life, mm-hmm. if you really want to experience all that God has for you, you this is like a lifestyle. So, you know, you this focus, well, day well, my, day my, out. my husband plays video games. Well, why don't you attach yourself to Christ and begin to live that? I'm telling you what, your husband, yeah, he needs to stop playing the video games and attach himself. <laughs> um, but once we have that attachment, that that relational connection, then only then can a marriage be built. Yeah, You're, it's a, not going to be fixed. No. Nothing no. will be fixed. This is why, like, we have done a lot of marriage counseling. Yes. We probably will do a lot of marriage counseling. And here's the reality. If every if both parties are not connected to Christ, there will not be health. It it cannot. No. Things may get better for a season. Things can kind of like lull down. But if there is not a connection to Christ by both parties, yes. there will be dysfunction. Absolutely. It's just how it is. Yep. And so we've got to connect ourselves. So building if you want to build, if you want to build yeah. marriage builders is a connection with Christ. At uh, number two, a marriage builder is scripture. And you're like, oh, yeah, I, I, knew knew it. It. Second, I knew it. I knew second it. Second Sunday knew school it. answer in this I podcast. Know. Yeah, there you go. But uh, a marriage is bound to falter at some point. I mean, if it's, it's, not, if if it's, it's not, not rooted in scripture. And there's a lot of pop marriage advice out there, pop psychology out there that talks about how you can have a happy and and joyful marriage if none of it's rooted in Christ. Can I, I don't want to prophesy gloom and doom, but it's going to fall apart because scripture is everything. We build everything off Christ, but scripture is, is that I love what Jesus said in Matthew four, man shall not live by bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. If our marriage isn't based off of every word, then what am I basing it on? Like the stuff I see in the like news. Like popular opinion, because literally that changes daily. That changes every day. God's word does not change. Absolutely. Um, I think number three is really important too. Uh, the builders, godly role models. And hmm. um, you know, I'm I'm just so convinced of this. I, I'm really leery to take advice from somebody who's not living it. So, yeah. like, if I'm looking how to like gain muscle mass in my like in my arms or something you're which, not gonna go to me you know you say it. You... I, I didn't say that you said that <laughs> um so if i'm like you know what i really want to gain some muscle mass i'm gonna i'm gonna hire a personal trainer i am not gonna hire a personal trainer with flabby arms <laughs> is that wrong was that wrong to say well, well i get canceled for that i i don't you know, like what I'm what I'm guess I'm saying is we need to look at people whose marriages are real deal living for Christ. Yes. Um, and again, I know the first thing. So, well, we're not perfect. Okay. <laughs> not talking about perfection. My goodness. That's like the first response. Yes. I just said it. You didn't even say it. You didn't say uh, it. I know you didn't say that. Uh, no, but people who are walking it out. Yes. Walking it out. And so, you know, like I read some books and I'm like, I'm cool with reading your book. I really want to know who you are. Mm. I really want to know if you're living it. Because, um, you know, like there's a popular author that was out. I'm not going to say the name unless you want me to. Um, like in the 70s. You're your own woman. I, that's right. <laughs> that's point number four. And no, I'm just kidding. Uh, 70s and 80s, things like that, who told people how to like be married and how to raise kids. And they had never been married, never had kids. And in fact, they like were later accused of crazy things. And what I'm trying to say is that I want to see this fruit. Well, I mean, I don't know. 
Bill Gothard. Let's name that. And, and the reason I think it's important to name the name is a lot of teaching that has come from him subsequently. Even like still is couple, popular. That's still popular. And you don't know it's coming from Bill Gothard. So research. Can, research. I, can I just say that should, uh, if someone hasn't, you know, as, as you look at marriage, if they're giving out marriage advice, it's easy to give out marriage advice but and not even live it. Yeah. I mean, it's all head knowledge. And what you said there, if somebody's not exhibiting it, why why should we even accept it? Right. I mean, I mean, people went right. like crazy to his seminars. Um, I mean, you realize like you had some of his books growing up. And <laughs> yes. like we were like researching this on eBay and stuff. So um, that was not an endorsement for eBay, but anyways. <laughs> Godly models. Godly. Who are who are you who are you modeling after? Um, I think that even is the reverse. Like, don't model after people who aren't living it. Yes. Like, I don't know. Yeah. No. That's that's good. Number number four. Um, if you're gonna build your marriage, you have to be f- have a friendship with each other. Huge friendship with each other. If your closest friend is not your spouse, you will have a problem. Okay. That was a controversial statement. I know. And I agree with it. And I'm and sorry. I'm glad you said it. So write the mail to him. So Come to me. You can take it, bestie. Uh, so, here's the deal. Uh, this is just truth. And I know that some of you are like, no, my girlfriend's my bestie. My husband's my husband. No. Your best friend has to be your spouse. Yes. If you want to build something. If not, I would challenge you that somebody might have a greater importance then. If, like, literally, there is nothing I could not share with you. No. And that's important. I think that's so important. And it's not just like, oh, I'm going to tell you my deepest, darkest secrets. Like, there are really aren't any. I just, like, I go well, to the we grocery know store. And thing about it. And I even <laughs> I sat, life. I honestly sat, I remember sitting in a meeting for, for ministers. And this wasn't even about marriage, but the minister said, well, if you think you can tell your wife anything and then see how that goes for you. <laughs> I was like, Okay. Ding, well, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think we need to have be for not just husband and wife, but we need to like each other. Yeah. So I, I think it's really important to yeah. continue to find things that you like to do, and you ha- are friends together. Mm-hmm. Like we're friends. Yes. So I mean, we do things together because we want to be. So we walk, we'll go on walks together. That's one of our things to do. And I know you're like getting into the realm of our boring life, but. <laughs> It's a busy life, that, but it's, I mean, it's nothing like crazy, you know? Like, we don't go like, oh, we just... We did do Everest last year. Yeah, just and, let we, and we jetted know. off to Spain for the weekend. We did. Oh, that was awesome. <laughs> we didn't. Don't worry. Like, <laughs> we did not do we that. We didn't. We go to soccer games and <laughs> we, we ride bikes and walk on a trail that we like. Go and, get coffee for each other. I mean, yeah, like, and I mean, occasionally we play board games. Um Sometimes we can stay awake at night and other times we fall asleep because we're tired people. Um, yeah. And we, we, we like to go to sports. Absolutely. We're we, just giving your ideas. Here's the thing. The first thing I think of to call when I have an idea about something, when I have a win, when I'm processing something. and Even Rochelle. when you have a failure. Sorry, like you're right. You told everybody. <laughs> no, but, but you're, I mean, you're, even, even when there's a failure, I, I do, you know, and this is what marriage is about. It's what you, you need to be friends. Friendship. Yes. And I, th- I think that's so huge. Um, okay. So those are some ideas of, 
of things that you need building. You can like write in the comments other things if you want. Yep. We're open to. No, there's only four. There's only four, <laughs> but if you want to try to bring in a fifth, I, yeah. you know, we kind of canonized it. But um, also, now we're going to talk about some blockers. Take it away. Okay, so you know what's funny? Uh, one of the first things I thought of when we started talking about blockers was this funny phone call I received. Uh-oh. Here we go. Do you want to talk about it? I think you'd be more uh, qualified to talk about this I've got phone lots call. of phone calls. Because I never took the phone call you did. I know. It's it a lot of phone calls, so some people might be sweating right now with hearing that. <laughs> anyways, so uh, Jeff and I were getting married, and this is back in the day when you, like, cell phones were weird. Like, you got charged. I know I'm doing, like, a little lesson here. Yeah. You got charged if your cell phone carriers were different. And so we used to be not married. And when we were not, we <laughs> believe it or not, when we were not married, we had two different cell phone carriers. And so we ended up before we got married, living in separate cities. You had taken a job mm -hmm. that was about three hours away from where we had met and where I lived and where I had my job. And so for the last couple of months of our engagement, we were living somewhat separate. Like what well, we, we always lived in separate homes. That's, I should say that. That is good, too. I mean even separate always. cities. We always lived in yes. separate homes. I just wanted to be very clear <laughs> about that. So anyways, we had done a little bit of switching of our phones. It was complicated. Mm -hmm. I won't go into all of the reasons, but I had his phone. Okay, myself. Because his work provided him with a phone. And so, um, and that way we could call free. Because we like to talk until the wee hours yes. of 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> We were, we're friends. We were never that late yeah. nighters. Anyways, um, and so. You hang up first. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Go ahead. Uh, I, won't, I won't interrupt your story. Sorry. Anyway, so I was driving back up to um, Indianapolis where I was living at the time. And I get a call from a number I didn't know. Or like, well, obviously I didn't know any of the numbers because it was your phone. So I answered it. I think maybe it was a voicemail now. I don't, I think it was a voicemail. I think you told me it was. Yes, that's right. It wasn't, it was a voicemail. And I, so I said, oh, I better listen to this voicemail so I can tell Jeff if somebody's calling him. Well, it was this girl he had met like several, I don't know, years earlier. And who she, she said, hey, Jeff, I heard you're getting married and I just didn't want to wait too long. I'm calling to profess my love for you. Please break it off with that girl. And she said this. I I'm, I don't remember the exact wow. words, but that's how I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, my goodness. And I called oh, you. Oh, my goodness. Um, it didn't work. I mean, the marriage survived and it wasn't blocked. I mean, I don't even think you thought a moment of it, but you can I can tell you, I just want to go on record. I can tell you, didn't think a moment of it. Uh, uh, but shocked by the phone call. Anyway. I put scripture all over that woman. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it was oh just more goodness. of a funny thing. So that could be an example of a blocker. Could be, yes. Uh, but that was more of like a funny story that we like to tell at yes. this point. But these would be people that seek to destroy or maybe, uh, maybe not everybody seeks to mm -hmm. destroy the marriage, but um, seeks to, I don't know, block it. Yeah. Some Bring blockers. some problems. Kind of like that scripture I said, they start beating down the morale. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think about Exodus, uh, you know, where the enemy is like, uh, let's just try to wear them down. I don't mm -hmm. know. Maybe that. 
Exodus chapter one, I think. Yeah. Is that, yeah, absolutely. So we're going to go into marriage blockers, marriage blockers, or. I don't know. I'm thinking we let's, should wait till next time. Let's do this. Let's wait till next time. Getting too long for this episode. Uh, we'll do part two as we talk about marriage blockers next time. And how to deal with marriage blockers. How to deal with the marriage blockers. How to deal with the people yes. who try to block your marriage. Absolutely. Now, I'm just going to talk about the bad news. Also talk about the good news, how you can navigate that. Yes, because so, guess what? We don't have to be victims to other people's opinions yes. or other... Nope, we can go straight forward. So uh, like, share, and yes. don't forget to come to the episode immediately following this one uh, talking about the blockers. See you next time uh, as we talk about blockers right here on the Deep Rooted Podcast. We will see you then.